I know, but I'm a really bad reader. If my favorite character dies like that, I won't read the book for months. So if you don't see part four or part three of this podcast with me in it, it's because I need a lot of reading. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our In Real Lore podcast book club. Today, we're going over Lightbringer, specifically part two. I'm gonna, I'm here with Nick, and I'm going to let him intro how we are going to do this. Yeah, so we're going to go over a little bit of our gut reactions of this part, go a bit over the individual characters, how we're feeling about their directions, uh, talk about a little bit about where we think the plot is going, as well, talk a little bit about the themes that seem to be going on with the book overall. So... Let's get into it, Sonam. What are your gut reactions for this part? That's a lot better than part one. I just, there was a lot more that happened, right? Yeah. Uh, I think with part one, you asked me, I'm like, meh. I'm like, but with like part two, a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I really wanted to see more of Lyria, but that's coming up part three. I kind of cheated and looked at t- chapter titles. Yeah. But she was introduced, right? And that was pretty cool because I feel like she's going to, like, the fate of the war is going to be in her in Quicksilver's hands. Like, that's where it's leading it up to, right? Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of, like, it was really interesting that you saw a an entire battle, like the Battle of Mars and Phobos, essentially from three perspectives, or two, really, Virginia and Lysander. Once again, super hard because of the voice actors, and I miss Virginia's actors so much. But it was interesting because Virginia came out into her own. We'll talk about it, but she became a true gold. Like, she, you know, she always had that, that ability to kind of care for our lives and protect. Here, she expended them. She knew how to expend them, and she knew it was the duty of a sovereign to do that. Yes. It was very interesting seeing that. And it's also because she's always played the political game. She's mm-hmm. never been a warlord. She's never been one that's on the the front lines, typically. She's like, what would Darrow do? She was. That, like, she kept thinking she that all the way through. Like, what would Darrow do insane. in this situation? She sent people out to their deaths, and she commanded it. It was cool. It was. I think she had a harder time with it too because you like you said what would darrow do but then she was able to kind of channel it a little bit yeah. by getting to know the one person that she needed to give the command to die the oranges remember yeah. that had to go out and fix the shields she talked to them personally what's your name your name will not be forgotten yeah yeah so it was a big moment for her and yeah. very important uh, any other of your reactions for it? I think I gave you most of them right now. Yeah. I mean, a lot happened, and I think we are traveling out to the rim, so I'm quite interested to see what's happening. Yeah. Because there's so many antagonists. There's so many people at play. It's almost like this, you know, a bit of it, like, I feel like maybe the story is getting a bit too big, but I think this is the biggest it's going to be. And then that's yes. it, right? Because you have all these people at play. You um, do. You have yeah. so many interplaying houses, so many interplaying factions, not just good guys and bad guys. I am actually getting lost in it, to be honest. You have you have the Irons and the Reformers mm-hmm. and the Rim. Yep. For the just society on its own. And then you have all the internal factions for the Republic with Virginia and everything. Yeah, it's there's a lot going on. And I'm with you. There, it's better than the first part. And oh, yeah. I wanted to kind of address something that someone commented on uh, on something else is that there was a lot of uh, deus ex machina in the first part and actually in the beginning of this part as well, which I didn't... Once I actually like read that comment, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, a lot of things just happened because they happened. A lot of things happened and it got people out of situations. And it happened yeah. with Lyria when her ship was attacked, which I'm just going to call this out. Yo, I am world? so upset that the snowball is destroyed. 
Snowball. The snowball. Snowball. Ephraim's ship. I didn't know she had it, to be honest. Yeah, that was Ephraim's ship that, yeah. like, he gave to her to do what she needed to do with and gave yeah. to Volga. And it just, it's destroyed in the first Lyria chapter. Much like his heart. And I know. So what were your first thoughts, by the way? Uh, we're getting off topic yes. here. You asked me about my first thoughts, yes. but what were your first So that's my first thought, yeah, yeah. was that Snowball being destroyed, very upsetting. I think Lyria, there's some things going on with her. I'm interested to see what actually does happen. Mm -hmm. But I enjoyed the Phobos scenes quite a bit because it was like interesting to see how Lysander was just trying to go for, go for the goal, go for one day. Yeah. And being stuck in and truly understanding like the horrors of what the like people like Reds can do yeah. in a guerrilla like attrition war. Yeah, it was guerrilla warfare. It was. It was really cool. Attrition warfare is horrifying. I was and... so upset that I thought Kavix died. I know. Oh my god, I almost put the, I put it in the book again because I thought Virginia died. Because there was a title and you'll get there. And if you read that title, a good death in the story with Virginia, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> Nope, screw this. I put it down, and once again, Nick had to tell me that she did not die. Well, for me she to had another POV really, chapter. I know, but I'm a really bad reader. If my favorite character dies like that, I won't read the book for months. So if you don't see part four or part three of this podcast with me in it, it's because I'm no longer reading the book. Virginia <laughs> died. I'm going to have to just push her through it. Be like, no, just come on. Just get through it. No. It's okay. I don't think they're going to kill her this book. No. She's too pivotal for it. Yeah. But if they do kill her, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah. I also did really enjoy the parts with Apollonius coming in now mm -hmm. because he is going to get Phobos, but he's also licking his wounds because, again, no one in the gold camp wants him around. Yeah. No one in the society wants him except and he's just there, Lysander. except for Lysander. Yeah. But even Lysander sees him as a tool instead of what he sees himself as. Yeah, like he is he is really somebody's play, right? It's not. It's a play. It's not a... Uh, yeah. He's not seen as a person, but a tool. And he's terrifying that they needed to bring in um and that one chapter a good death they needed to bring in the obsidians that were Yo, captured i know that was cool though watching them cause fear remember she said that darrow and i sat at a table and he yeah. told me how they kill and they kill by messing with a man's mind yeah. not like the actual physical sense of it so they have the the ghoul the ghosts or i forget yeah. what they called them exactly but they basically lie in waiting near the front so that way they hear the war chanting and slowly break their mind yep. until the ghouls come out and... yep because then you just think you're dead right and yeah. then you are dead yeah but it was also interesting because we never really saw the unshorn from any other perspective other than with um ephraim Mm -hmm. in the last book mm -hmm. now we see it from virginia's perspective and virginia is actually terrified of him of who um unshorn um unshorn what's his name the the obsidian leader volsung no not volsung uh the one that she freed yeah i know which one you're talking about i forget his name um but keep going with your uh yeah so we see him from Ephraim's perspective and Pax talking to him and he's kind of terrifying like he just showed up and took a shit in front of Ephraim in the yeah. middle of Dark Age but you weren't finding him terrifying and this Virginia just like looks at him and is like like deeply afraid of him yeah which you don't see from any other perspective he, I he's find got a man crush on Darrow that's why she was safe that's true yeah, yeah that was the only it. reason <laughs> Darrow would be upset if I killed you so yeah. I will give them a good death yeah but uh, overall, they I, had good deaths. They had good deaths. 
but overall i found the battle of phobos it, it bruised the ego of lysander despite getting some glory but it bruised the ego of virginia too both of them neither won or lost do you know yeah. what i mean or they both lost something but gained something else i mean no yeah. lysander gained she lost because this is mars right yeah um, but I guess Phobos, the dockyards, those are Julia's, right? Like those were um, Victra's? Those were Victra's. I didn't know Victra. I forgot Victra was a powerhouse in the dockyards. Oh, yeah. No, they were her. the biggest, like. Um, Julia. The yeah. Julia dockyards and the Julia industries was always a huge portion of it. Yeah. Like she's one of the largest industrialists in the Republic. And her family was that before yeah. uh, the rising in general. Yeah. So, yeah, her losing that, that's. Victor's fault, but she got to kill Ajax, so yay. Behead him and then give it back to Lysander. I know. I know. It's great. But yeah, oh, I think the way that it ended was interesting. I wonder who poisoned Lysander. It, well, it was the pink that came no, down. No, but who really ordered that? Oh, it was it was 100% um, Atalantia. Really? You don't think it was um, Cassius's mother? She doesn't seem like she'd be the type to do poisoning. I've never gotten any indication from her, whereas... What does one need to be to be a type to do poisoning? Atlantia, in general. No, I'm serious. Like... Well, so Cassius's mother, you can see it a little bit in who Cassius is himself. Like, she is still honor-bound. She still, mm -hmm. like, see, plays the typical politi politics game. She's mm -hmm. not going to play the underhanded cards. Hmm. She was the one that went to the Republic and went to the Senate directly and was giving them the offers. Even though it might have been underhanded, it wasn't a, I'm coming in here and boom, plague flies. Yeah. So it was 100% at Atalantia, which is that thing. It's the fracturing of uh, society, which Lysander was trying to get after pretty handily with yeah. the, his, his game at the, um, the summit. Mm -hmm. of the 200 which i found really cool that kind of structuring of the uh golds overall yeah yeah, yeah for sure i mean it's quite interesting right um yeah, yeah let's go into what's our next step we characters got our, yeah characters oh okay why don't you start all right so let's start off with lyria in first because oh, she was yeah. the first okay. two oh, chapters i have some thoughts i have some okay, thoughts go. okay because we're spoiling this anyway so she finds the she finds oculus right the planet mm -hmm. oculus and she meets mateo right and we learned that this thing in her head, figment, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So figment in her head is this like, you know, this complex neuro neural implant that allows you to control a drone army from anywhere. The psyche. It is super cool. Yeah, the psyche. But what we realize is the person who made it realized that they opened up Pandora's box, closed it up, and I think discarded of these prototypes, and they somehow had one, right? So figment got ten one. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, and then she also had a, a bit of a black box encoded in the back end that if you were to take one of these, you would lose the sense of who you are. Like you'd use your emotional background, your story. You may not forget, you may forget things. So right? that was the surgery that was necessary to oh, do it. That's okay. why she was going to lose her memories. Oh, the it, surgery. The surgery was going to potentially lose her memories and sense of self. Okay. So what I found really interesting is that I think this was a test. I think Mateo asked her, are you willing to give up your sense of self to have uttermost control and to be a god? That's what essentially he asked her, right? Yeah. And she wanted to help the rising. And she said, no, it is not worth it. I'd rather be who I am and remember who I lost Yeah. instead of becoming a god. And I think 
it was a test. I think she is going to go under the knife and she's going to retain everything because it was a test of honor. It was a test of would she use like her her power for bad? How bad and power hungry was she? And she wasn't. Right? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I think that's yeah. what's happening was that she will still have the full control of it. I think so. And she'll still have her memories. It was just a matter of... I think it was a the, test. It was the Pink's game. Yeah. Which is the chapter of the title. So I agree with you. Interesting. I, I think that's what he was up to. Yeah. I think she'll still have the power. Yeah. But, you, but what I find interesting is you have that description of what it can do. And then you actually have Virginia attempting to do it just on her own. Remember, she was yeah. synced in. Oh, yeah, that was super cool. And she was trying to control the battle, but she couldn't. Yeah. So you get a glimpse of the limitations of what the what a normal human has, even yeah. a gold. Yeah. And you have this thing, the psyche, can fix that. So the limitations. Do we think she's going to get her own armada by the end of the, uh, the book? I think so. She's going to have a fucking armada to herself and she's gonna come in and wreck shit up okay. i think so i yeah, think I'm so that... excited this is my favorite part yes i i think lyria that's where her story is going i, I kind think... of like scrolled at chapter titles yeah there's a lot of lyria and i'm like yes I know. there's a lot of like, di like drone lyria i'm like yes <laughs> you know so i think she's going to play a huge part in the war and she's going to be a one woman shop it's going to be insane i think so I'm going to be interested because she is going to meet up with Cassia, Severo, and Darrow. Oh, yeah, because they're going to that planet to find Regulus. I didn't know Quicksilver's name was Regulus. Regulus uh, Ag... Ow. No, Ag, because of A-G, yeah. Uh, son? Ag's son. For those of you yeah. who didn't realize it, but the when they say, um, you know, Ag and Ow, those are the periodic table. For gold, yeah, silver, yeah. <laughs> copper, for Sue yeah, is yeah. copper. Yeah. Um, Gray doesn't have one. No, Gray has one. What is it? Um, Holiday T Nakamura. T, titanium. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, greens are SI, which is silicon, which makes sense because they're mm -hmm. that. Uh, they're computers. Uh, blues are... Uh, they're a noble gas. I forget which one it is. Z. Xeon. Xeon. Yeah. Um, the oh. only ones that don't technically have it are... Reds. Reds are just oh, lycos, oh, lacalos, which could be right. oxygen because yeah. oxygen rusts metal. Okay. Making Fair it red, enough. but you don't get much. But yes, it is all periodic tables. It's fun. I love that little detail. Um, yeah, so you have Regulus is eventually going to come back in, potentially, depending on if Darrow can actually convince him to come oh, back. 100% he's coming. Only yeah. Darrow can convince him. Now, Virginia. You think she's going to convince Quicksilver? No, 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 Virginia. What do you think of her, her character, oh. or her arc, this, this well, part? she became a warlord. And it was really interesting because I only ever saw her as the, the political player and the honorable player. But she flat out gave a command to kill people. And she said, I knew which units to expend. Multiple times. It wasn't just I once or twice. Who, yeah. And Cavex is like, if you, what did he say? Quote him. Um, Cavex's quote if was... You, um, if you are not willing to become a monster, then you will die and get out of the way or he something also, along those lines. And then he also did say, and make sure your family knows it when they're on their deathbed or something like that. It was yeah. like quite, it's like, you know, you have to become a monster to save the people you love. Yeah. You have to yeah, become a monster to fight monsters. And then Esophocles when he saw Catholics go away. Okay, Virginia. So it was really interesting seeing her, she actually, I think she though, she started to respect the role of sovereign. 
Yeah. Because she's not Virginia when she was fighting. She was the sovereign. She was going to expend everything and everyone. The only people she saved was her lion guard. Yeah. Remember? Even and she in got the, the obsidian to do it. Even the the in the nucleus herself, she almost expended her own life yeah. to save the people. Like yeah. it wasn't like she was just expending lives on a whim. It was literally she was doing she made calculated, uh, very calculated decisions. But then yeah. during the parlay, like I mean, it was calculated decisions in warfare. Yeah. Right. Um, it wasn't out of just. But like I mean, we'll get to Lysander as well because he did the exact same. And then yeah. he started shitting his pants when he realized he was going down into a quadrille. <laughs> we'll call, we'll talk about that. Yeah. But it was a different side of her. And then the other thing, like she ended it off saying, "Darrow, go away. That go was, away. That was must go away. That's hard." Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> and and I, I was surprised though Severo wasn't as upset uh, at that. But I mean, we haven't really heard much from him. I feel like he's a ticking there, time bomb. There, there's there's something. Oh no, there's there's several things, and it's one of those moments where Mustang. Have you been on, you been on the Reddit thread or something no, like that? Okay. Mustang, why didn't you say something to Darrow? Why didn't you say something? Two seconds to say Severo. They might have been psycho spiked. Like. Anyway, besides the point. Beside the point. Virginia, yeah. Um, at the end, she did have to like tell him to go away, hold out where she could, because Atlantia is still on her way. She would have lost the war if it wasn't for Atlantia mm -hmm. screwing with the plans that Lysander had. Yeah, because they were going to launch an Iron Rain. The next day. I know it was insane. But... Again, the inter. I love how in this book, an iron rain, like people floating out of the sky or shooting down like little stars in little like it's so metal, little like metal, you know, spheres, the, and then they get the star mm, shells. Like pew 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 pew. It is metal. Yeah. Which is why my. I'm really dark interested age... to see how the adaptation is going to play this. I know. I'm so yeah. excited for when if we get a TV adaptation yeah. and we get to Dark Age. Yeah. I cannot wait to see an iron rain with nukes going off across the planet. Yeah. With giant mechs, tanks being blown up. Yeah, it's yeah, metal. Yeah, yeah. So metal. Okay. All right. Sorry. <sighs> Put it back. Come on. It's coming back. It's coming back. Lysander. You tell me. So Lysander, I really found it interesting that he went to Earth and won. <laughs> it's funny how we've never been on earth before i know and then they talk about the plains of africa yeah and hunting the kill and the fact that the estate on like the rockies atlantia has a place on the rockies i'm like yeah 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 canadian yeah. life <laughs> but it's interesting that it took this long for us to be on earth, earth is not important. and it was just not important no it's not they, they had a summit expended earth like earth was nothing yeah they had a summit in the Colosseum in rome how did that make you feel knowing that you just saw that last month? It was pretty cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Because uh, you can kind of see, like, you get a vibe of what they were going for mm -hmm. with the way they set it up. But his address to the 200 and his, his him and Adelani are at, at each other's throats. Mm -hmm. And I think that's his weakness is that he thinks he can control things more than he can. Yeah. He thinks he can play a game, but he's playing a game against like snakes. Yeah. 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 And it's. I don't like him still. I don't. I like think him he's either. a like a crybaby who thinks he is. I really like Diomedes. So like I feel like he's honorable. I yeah. feel like Lysander is like I want mine, mommy. She hurt me. And the thing is, you is know? like you have his perspective all the time, where he's like, I'm doing the noble thing, and I must like but rule mommy. from the beginning. 
And then you have everyone else's perspective and it's like, oh, he brought quadrilles. He's just aping Darrow. He's copying what's yeah. been done before and he's doing it worse. He keeps thinking he's so much better at things than everyone else. And Interesting. He goes, someone else's thoughts and they're like, my God, he's just a child. He's not that, not that useful. And even... Cassius at one point is just, what did he say? He said something along the lines of, um, he's going to, uh, he believes that he's doing what is right. Do not believe him. Yep. Because he said that to Mustang. Yep. Because Cassius ended up apologizing to Virginia for Lysander's, how he kind turned of, out. and then getting promoted to Morning Night. He got promoted to Morning Night, Again. Yeah. But you have that factional infighting again. And I think we talked about this at one point is that, the problem that comes with golds is that they're a they're race of hungry. people that are all told they are gods and they all deserve to rule. But there can only be one god. Yes. There can only be one controller. There can only be one space yeah. because otherwise it's just going to be constant warfare, constant violence. And I think that's going to be something that comes up probably by the end of the series is that gold has to completely fall for anything to go forward positively. Yeah, because any other color knows how to work in unity. Yeah. Because they were not they were not built and bred as being gods. Yeah. Right? They weren't sent to the institute. It wasn't the strongest man came out with the best post, the best job, the best prospects. Like, I don't know, it's just you're right, you're right. I think gold has to die. Well, not yeah. like proverbially. I think it just needs to fall. But the problem is they are so genetically strong. Yeah. That's not going to happen, Nick. It's not going to happen. That's There's something that's going to have to break with them, though, and they, because they're fracturing from the inside. They are. They're starting to actually... Like, that's what Darrow set out to do, right? Yeah. They, they, he set out to cause cracks on the inside of gold and rupture it open. Oh, one thing that I don't know if we talked about. Did we only see Pax in part two? Pax yes, we is saw at Pax. a center for blues. Yep. So he has decided to, as a gold, become a pilot, yeah, right? It was commander. really interesting. So now you're seeing like, I'm going to call it like races, right? Because colors are races, essentially, mm -hmm. metaphorically. You're seeing kind of like this inbreeding now. Like, you know, he wants to be a a pilot, a commander. He doesn't want to be a fighter. And like, an, like, it's weird. Like, it's interesting because I think that center for blues was meant for blues. But now because of the Republic, it's a reform. Like, you know, the reform. Oh, it was always that. meant for any color that oh, wanted really? to go in. Yeah. Oh, because it was... Um... It was uh, Orion that actually founded okay. it. So he would become an Imperata, essentially, from this. Yeah, he okay. would become what um, what Orion was, uh, commander of ships, essentially, and commander commander of armies. He doesn't want to be the person above the commander of ship. Yeah, which is which is the gold. <laughs> which is the gold, but he wants to be the one in command of the ships. Which the Republic is basically taking that away from just being a gold identity down to yeah. whoever has the merit to do so from these. I mean, yeah, Ryan Institute. did have her own ship. He gave it to her. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't want to become Darrow, like, the leader of leaders. It's because, well, he is going to eventually become that anyway. And Virginia even calls this out, is that he's going to be a weapon. Yeah. She, she felt bad and even told him, like, I wish I hadn't gave birth to you when I did. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I don't regret it because I have you now. Yeah. But now your life is struggle. That is all you have. Didn't he say it? He said, my life is struggle. Um, yes, because Darrow's life was, uh, they each had like their own thing, yeah. but his inheritance, her inheritance was guilt from mm -hmm. the gold guilt. 
Darrow's um, inheritance was pain and suffering from mm-hmm. being enslaved. His was struggle. But she still has that regret that he is only going to be a weapon. But he is still choosing what kind of weapon yeah. he wants to be. You think we're going to see more of him in the books? Because right now he's at this academy where they're not allowed to be seen for like six more years until they graduate. It might be a while. I think he might come out of it in the next book. I think um, so. I think he's going to be pivotal. He's what, 16 now? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take some time because like um, the first three books took place over, I think, 10 years, six or... years. OK, fair enough. Um, And then it's a 10 year gap and it's been about four years so far in the last three books. Yeah. So maybe we might see him again. It depends on how travel time, right? Because they're all going to the rim now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Think about a galaxy. eh? Yeah. It's cool. Like he's uh, the author's done a great job of taking something so narrow minded. And I loved book one. And then just when I thought I couldn't get any better, blowing it up into, well, you thought Mars was cool. You thought the Institute was cool. We have Mars. We have planets. We have moons. You thought that was cool. We have multiple moons, multiple planets, yeah. the asteroid belt and multiple families. Yeah. That's kind of cool. No, I love this is yeah. the main reason why I love this series. Uh, yeah. Back to Lysander, because yeah. we have the address to the 200. He convinces everyone that there should be unity, which mm-hmm. brings the rim into place. But that's what causes and that's why uh, Atalantia poisons him mm-hmm. at the end with the Medusa's lament. Yeah. But she poisoned him after the battle, right? Like, she did because end. he she now has a foothold on Mars and now she can come in and gain the rest of the glory and go mm-hmm. from there. Because he was the other thing you were saying that it could have been uh, Bologna's Julia, yeah. Julia, Julia, Julia Albalona. Yeah, uh, You thought she was the one poisoning him, but I'm he just had, wondering, you know, she was there entreating him for her to take over the planet. Yeah. So I don't think it's her. It's just Atlantia that's causing shenanigans because yeah. she doesn't want him to take the morning throne. Mm-hmm. And with his recent victory, it even came out that they can now depose of her and kill her so there yeah. is a power play going there's again fractures mm-hmm. of these who's so on top so let's talk about what in the world this medusa's lament is is it something that just says seems like they put him in a coma to let it run its course because if it if if you're not it's in so, he's in so much pain that he goes he can Catagogic. go into a, yeah agony right yeah but yeah what is it just that it's just a poison oh uh, well yeah normally poisons kill yeah i think they just are they can't remove it. I don't know exactly what it is. It's just to put him in a coma to let him run at course. I'm sorry, Nick. I, don't I know. I know. I honestly don't know too much about it. Mm-hmm. I can't quite tell. We don't don't have much um, thought behind it. So it's just it's a dangerous. I feel like poison. it was just put in there because it was put. It was that called ex machina. Oh, no. What's it called when they just do it because it's they just the do plot. It. Huh? Do the... it because the plot dictates. Yeah. What's it called? There's a synonym for it. Um, well, it's a plot device. If it's just out of nowhere, it's a deus ex machina. Yeah, but that, it, that. But that, that's it's a not. deus ex machina. It's not, though, no, because... No, I'm going to say it is. No. Because, nope. Sonam. Nope. It's not. I disagree. It's not. I'm very upset that this poison doesn't get explained more. It probably will. It's I don't just... know, man. I'm really pissed off right now. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor and me is coming out. Okay. All right. So where do you think the plot is going now? Oh, easy. Going to the rim. Um, Lyria is going to get command of drones, destroy mm-hmm. the Ascomani. Darrow's mm-hmm. going to come and find uh, Quicksilver. Dido and um, 
uh, Diomedes and uh, Lysander are going to meet these guys in the rim. There's going to be a little space battle there. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to head back for book seven to Mars. You think it's all going to, they're not going to make it back to Mars? This I don't know. Book. I don't know. Because then what's book seven? He was supposed, this was supposed to be the last book of the series, but Pierce Brown thought it would be cool to split it in part two. Maybe book seven will be split into book seven and eight. I don't know. I don't think don't he's going to do started. that. I don't think it's going to start that way because like we mentioned this earlier, the Deus Ex Machina stuff that happened in the first one where things just happened. I think that came from his rewrites mm. where that's where he had everything started. He liked where he had started it, but he said, I... This is the point where I'm just going to cut it off. We're going to split it. Severo's back. Um, Snowball's destroyed. Yada, yada, yada. We're just going. So that way he could get into the plot. Um, oh. So really? that's where I think his he started his rewrites was right off at the beginning of part one huh, for okay. each one. So I don't think there will be a rewrite for book eight or book seven. Yeah. I don't think there will be a book eight unless, of course, it's like way further on later yeah. on. I think he's got it settled and he's happy with the story that he has now and he'll go forward okay but i i don't i I agree with you i don't think they're gonna be able to get back to mars i don't think so either i think this is gonna this book it will wrap up around the rim yeah because there's it does have to kind of tie up some stuff with the rim overall Mm -hmm. where does the rim sit because what are the daughters of Ares that they're gonna come with them to finally conquer mars like let's be honest they are the missing link yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm wary on Cassius, though. Mm-hmm. I think Cassius is dying this book. Potentially. He's been he's been at that point where I thought he was going to die for a while. Yeah. He's been trying to die honorable deaths, right? But I think you're right. He's expendable, this book. Well, the other thing, too, is there's a, a, a trope called a death flag. Mm-hmm. Basically, it is like... It's like when a couple uh, says like they like give their like last I love you. It's like I'll I'll see you when the battle is over. That person's dead. Mm-hmm. That person's not surviving because you yeah. you purposely are pulling the start series. Yeah, I think Cassius being given morning night of the Republic is his death flag because hmm. he's regained his honor. He regained where he wanted to be at because he wanted to do well by the Republic and the people that he was the tyrant of. Remember yeah. he was talking yeah. about that with Darrow. So I I don't think he's going to live. And I think Severo might be the one to kill him. I think the oh. I think the Manchurian candidate is going to be activated and Severo is going to be the one the to kill him. The Manchurian candidate? So Severo is the one that's like mind wiped? Yeah. I because nothing was said about it part 1. Nope. Nothing was thought about it? Nope. Yeah. Wasn't acknowledged. Yeah. But Mustang when they say when she, he when Severo says Adrius sends his regards and Mustang's just like in a full panic mode. Yep. But says nothing. She says yeah, nothing. Don't be would, worried about it. I mean, like, I would tell Darrow to sleep with his eye open and tie Severo down at night. Yeah, because like also maybe throw him out the vacuum. Sends my regards. See, he might also be triggered to kill Mustang. Yeah. He might be triggered he's to kill Trojan, his family. He's a Trojan horse, Nick. He's 100%. Yeah. So I'm deeply worried about that. I agree with you. Lyria is going to end up getting the the god powers, essentially. Oh, god, yeah. You have to give her god powers at this point. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what she will do with power. It will be interesting. Because she was always the person that had shit thrown in her face. And now she's going to be able to throw it in other people's face. Yes. At a scale that she has never thought possible. 
Yeah. Now, is the other thing is since Lysander, everyone is heading to the rim now. Yep. So. Well, Atlantia is like, like I think we're going to be leaving her for a bit. We are definitely leaving at yeah. Atlantia. She's because she's on Luna. She's at Loon. With the Abomination. With the Abomination, which I don't get what's going on there. Because no. the, the yeah. Vox Populi is in control of the moon. And the Vox Populi is controlled by the Abomination. Yeah, I don't know so, what's going on either, to be honest. Yeah, why isn't the Abomination yielding to the golds, to society, joining back up with society? I don't know. The Abomination is the Abomination. He's he's a wild card, and I think yeah. he is going to come up with... Uh, I think that's probably what's going to break by the end of the book, is that the Abomination is going to come out and probably break the uh, inner society. Hmm. I think he might break Ad Atalantia. I think Atalantia is going to get a bad death. She's not going to get a good death from Lysander. Hmm. So... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we're sitting at. Yeah. Um, themes, though. Themes. Well, this is your wheelhouse. So it is. This is what your, you know, many years of linguistics training gave there. you. I can save you if you go dead here. I can't give you themes for life. <laughs> so there are the two themes that I still think are prominent throughout this book. I did have to suture someone this weekend who gashed his head open in my house. Yes. No guilt. Uh, <laughs> two, two themes. Um, treading the path. So being able to walk the path and follow the going with the winds that are that the world is going with. And I think that's what's happening with Darrow. Hmm. Mustang followed her path. She mm -hmm. followed her own instincts and her own nature because yeah. she was letting herself become more like her father. Yeah. In the battle. Yeah. To be the uh, to be that. So but she started respecting him a bit. It was really interesting. It was. She's like, oh, my God, these are the like these are the decisions you have to make when you're there to make them. Yeah. Very interesting. So it's again, it's following your own nature because she's always had that in her nature and she's always fought it. Mm -hmm. She was fighting it very hard in Dark Age, which was what led to the Day of Red Doves, yep, right? Yeah. Because she just wanted to be like, oh, I could just skin them all I alive. I love, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I could just skin every single one here, but you know what? I will take the better road. I will be a politician. I will be a politician. I'll be better than my Dumb father. Woman. So I think that's. I think that is now she's following the path and she's on the right way mm -hmm. direction. Lysander is still fighting against his own path, I think. Which what do you is... think is his path? Death. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like Lysander and Darrow are going to be the last two to die, right? One of them will die. Yeah. Both may die. Yeah. I don't think Darrow's going to make it out of the series alive. No. I think his story ends with a good death. Yeah. Finally he's been seeing, suffering, yeah, right? Finally seeing the end. I think Pax will live and he will be the new age. Yeah. I think that's all it too. And the other thing that is uh making your way home, which is it's kind of on the same way of trying your own path. He can't make it back. Everything is blowing him away from Mars. I know, from, it's really annoying. Do you think he's gonna get to even see his child and his wife before he dies? I think he will. One I think he, he deserves that. Yeah. But I'm going to keep an eye on for any other themes to talk about for part three. Because yeah. part three is now, it's mostly just Ilium. It is the around the rim, mm -hmm. around the Ilium moons. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm really excited. I want to Volga be. to come back too. Yeah, well, she's going to be. She's on Fa's ship, right? So you're going to see her. 
Well, yeah, one thing that's interesting about our book clubs is Nick and I don't actually talk about the parts until we sit down. So this is like completely raw, unedited footage of just us shooting the shit of what we think is going on. So we'll see how and it goes. And also we're forced to do these so that we can move on to part three. Yes, neither <laughs> of us have read past part three. We have barely even no spoilers read, the, yet in the, read the quote. I know. No spoilers in the comment. We're just going to keep Give pushing. us a few days and then you can spoil them. Exactly. Yeah. Because we're going through these very quickly. Yeah, we are. I mean, like, this book is 30 hours, and between the two of us, we've gone through two parts, and we probably could have finished the book by now, but we're... Slowly. Um, we are going to release this yeah. weekly, uh, yeah. so we don't have to, like... Are we? Oh, yeah, I'll release this weekly. Oh, It'll but, be better. But this is done now. It is done, but we'll release weekly nonetheless. This is Nick's fault for all you waiting. <laughs> all right. That's all for today. We're going to go on to part three. We're both very excited. And we will see where the story goes. Yeah, leave us comments, like and subscribe if you like us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Peace.